What's Up Salem. This is a podcast where every other week we take a look at what's going on in Salem and all things Salem related. My name is Joe Devine, the Assistant Town Manager here in Salem, and joining me on this journey is Ross Maldup. How's it going, Ross? Hi, it's great. Thank you, Joe. Well, today we have a guest, uh, Lieutenant Bob Janess from the Salem PD. How's good it going, Lieutenant? Good, good. How are you guys today? Good. good. Uh, let's start things off. Why don't you tell us a little bit about your background, uh, maybe okay. how you got into police work, okay. what brought you to Salem, things Perfect. like that. All right. Well, it's, it's great. Um, I've been with the Salem Police Department now for 17 years. I was a uh, born and raised in Salem, went to Salem High School, went to the Salem School District. Uh, a dream of mine was always to be a police officer. He's a Salem boy. Salem boy, through yeah. and through. And uh, it was always to be a police officer, and I worked on that for years and ended up getting on Salem PD in 2006. So I've been there for about 17 years now. Why did you want to be a police officer? Why was that? You know, dream? at the time, it was the early to mid-90s when I first got out of high school and started thinking about what I was going to do and just the excitement of the job. And I worked at a business in town and a lot of the police officers shopped there. So I got to know them personally and built some good relationships and uh, went on some ride-alongs. And at the time, my, my neighbor was Chief Jim Ross, who oh, yeah. was, was many, yep. many years ago, and he was supportive of it. So I kind of started the path, you know, went through some uh, education into criminal justice. And then my life kind of turned a little bit, and I uh, went into some different stuff. But come to my early 30s, the, the, uh, the desire to get into it was still there, so I went for it. And at that point, I had children and was married. and had So you started your career in law enforcement in your early 30s. That's yes. definitely not a traditional no, path, I would it's say. No, it's not. Right? And, I, you know, I initially started on the on the, uh, the normal path, and then things just got kind of turned around a couple in different directions. I started a business and got into construction, and life kind of just took over. But I never lost the desire to do it. So when I said to my wife, I'm going to leave my job and become a police officer, I promised her I would get a full-time position at Salem, and within a year after starting, I did. I got hired in Salem in 2006. So it's been a dream come true. And I, they laugh at me at the PD, but I still walk down the hallway and just love the fact that I'm there. I, to this day, I still enjoy going to work every day. And now, in hindsight, my son, my oldest son, Jake, who's now 26, is also a police officer oh. in Salem, too. So okay. it's become a little family unit there, you know. So I want to ask, you, you mentioned that when you were younger, you wanted to be a police officer. You took a break, and then you got into police work. Is police work everything you thought it would be? And more. And more? Yes. You know, when you're when you're young and new and you, you just look for the excitement. Sure. And you can't wait for the chase and the, the arrests. And, and early on in my career, that was obviously what I was my, my goal was. But then along the way, I just really started to go down that community service route. I think it was just personality. You know, I just loved working with people, loved meeting new people. And, and I've always said it, this uniform just gives you that opportunity to just talk to anyone. Like I could walk into any situation and just start a conversation with someone. Or if it was a scene, obviously I have to talk to them. And I would just love to get to know people, you know, get to know their stories, their backgrounds, and really try to understand what got them in that position in their life, so. Great. So. As a lieutenant, what do you oversee? What's your role in the police department? Well, right now I'm the special services lieutenant, which I've been very lucky over the past 17 years. I was a patrolman. I was a detective. I was a school resource officer, patrol sergeant, patrol lieutenant, and now I'm special special services lieutenant, which I oversee building and fleet maintenance and scheduling. I oversee animal control. We oversee elder affairs officer, community affairs officer, uh, problem-oriented policing, just two officers in that position, all the training that we do, and I have a sergeant with me, who we, uh, Steve Lundquist, that we do it all together. So we have a, a big swath of uh, responsibility. And then in addition to that, 
kind of along the way I've created, I've on my own helped develop like the recruitment of the PD. So I saw a need for it when I was a sergeant that we just weren't getting the, the numbers of candidates. So I asked chief at the time if I could get into going to colleges, start recruiting, and they allowed me that opportunity. And that's grown. So I do all the recruiting with some help from people in my office. We do all the testing, all the interviewing. And then uh, along that lines came the officer wellness program. So we're very busy in there. How about the Facebook page? Every <laughs> wants to, everybody wants to, are you the guy behind no, that? Or do you no, have somebody no. doing that? And who, uh, where do they get their sense of humor from? It's, That's, yeah. it's Officer Brian Lawrence. He's the community yeah. service officer. And he's, the, I can't say enough good things about Brian. He's, the, he's one of our best people there for that position too. He's, his Facebook posts get everywhere we go, they ask us that same <laughs> question. And not only Funny. is he an unbelievable writer and he's got a, a good wit to him he's also when you meet him in person just a great guy and he has now he has ray our comfort dog and it's just a g perfect duo the two of them when he and going out in the community just making contact with people every time he goes out it's a win so we love having him so you you touch briefly on recruitment Mm. How is recruitment for police officers in Salem? Obviously, nationwide and specifically in New Hampshire, uh, we know recruitment's a struggle for most departments. Mm -hmm. We see departments offering bonuses. Wyndham now offers a $20,000 sign-on bonus right. for a police officer. How is recruitment in Salem? Right. Recruitment is um, a constant constant thing that I'm dealing with every single day. Um, it's obviously way down. You know, when we all talk about when we got hired 15, 20 years ago, there would be a couple hundred candidates come for one or two positions. Now I take, I run a test every month. I'm lucky to get 10 people to show up for six positions. Once we go through physical fitness, written phase, we will fortunate to get one past everything that we can interview. But what we're finding is that that one candidate is just the perfect fit for us. Like there are people who really, really want to do the job. I think 15 years ago when 200 people would show up, you would have, you know, like, oh, I'll give it a try. You know, I'll, maybe I'll try law enforcement. Nowadays, when you get a candidate that's educated and can pass everything physically fit, they really want to do the job. And we've been fortunate because it, it seems like we just get that diamond in everyone. And um, a lot of it comes from we can't compete with the with the income. We can't. We don't have the sign-on bonus. We don't have the big, beautiful new building. We we do it by really making a connection. So when I took over recruitment, I I've been through plenty of processes in my life for for new jobs, and I never liked the way they were run. I didn't like the the demeanor. I didn't like being treated the way I was treated. So when I took it over. Just being who I am, I was very friendly to candidates, shaking hands. I would bring in as many patrol people as I could to, to show them this is who you're going to be working with. We have a great culture and atmosphere where we, we get along, we laugh. So they, they kind of start to see that from the very beginning. And then I, I offer them to come in for a, a tour of the PD, which it's very organic. I just walk in the door with them and introduce them to everybody around and show them who they're going to be working with. Uh, and... Um, we kind of win them over that way. They, they really get a sense of uh, just family and wanting to be there, you know? So I, I, that's where we're winning. And, and they'll tell Chief Dolan in the final interviews that a lot of their reason they stuck with Sam was because of the way we took care of them as they went through the process. I think it's important to know too, you mentioned you're looking for that diamond in a rough. I don't think, I, don't, I want people to realize that you're not settling. You're not just no. lowering your standards because you're down four guys, five mm -hmm. guys, and just hiring for the sake of hiring. You are looking for that fit. 
right. in Salem. Right. Yeah, we really are. And and there's a lot of times I I start to form a, a, a relationship with these candidates. So what I've learned to do now is release them to a, a different oral board panel so that everybody, other people in the building get eyes on them. So I may fall in love with them from the beginning, but I want someone else to see them and check me. And then sometimes they'll still pass them along and I'll go to Chief Dolan and we'll have a conversation about how things rolled out and what I thought and what they thought. And if they're not going to be someone that we're excited to put on the road, he won't do it. He said to me many times, like, I'm not, I'm not doing it at this point. We're gonna, let's pass on this, we'll wait for another one. So, and we've been very, very fortunate. So we've been talking to Lieutenant Bob Janess from the Salem Police Department on What's Up Salem. Uh, we'll be back after this short break. Welcome back to What's Up Salem. I'm Joe Devine with Ross Maldoff, and we're talking to Lieutenant Bob Janess. Uh, Lieutenant, you mentioned earlier about a wellness program. Um, can you kind of go into a little bit of detail? Because this wellness program is a little bit more than that. And, and the officers that are involved have a unique um, set of skills that a lot of agencies, mm. specifically in New Hampshire, don't have. Can you tell us about that? Right. Well, the, the term officer wellness, it's, it's been around for a few decades now. And uh, it's kind of been late getting to the East Coast, it seems like. I know for us, I hadn't, hadn't even heard the term until probably the 2019-2018 time period where we really started to look at officer wellness and safety. And when Joel took over as the... Uh, the chief, he started to look at the uh, the six pillars of law enforcement, which came from the 2015 final report from President Obama on the uh, 21st policing. So one of the pill six pillars is officer wellness. So I think as Joel was trying to transform the PD and get us back online, he started to hit those pillars and make sure we're following each one. And the officer safety and wellness one was important, and he, he asked me to be a part of that. He initially had two officers doing a peer-to-peer -peer work where they just their personalities fit well for it. They got some training. They were doing it kind of behind the scenes. It's it's volunteer-based. It, there's um, you know you can't communicate about anything. There's it's just conversations about you know stress and wellness to to people who suffered some trauma. So we were doing that, and then in 2020, we had lost a retired officer, took his own life, and. We, we said, you know what, Joel, Joel at that point said, we really have to step this game up. So I took over the team. We added more members to it. We added two police chaplains. So right now we're up to 10 officers, 10, I shouldn't say officers, 10 uh, staff members because we have records clerks, we have dispatchers. So we have sworn and non-sworn. We're all peer-to-peer -peer trained now. We have Ray of the Comfort Dog. We have two police chaplains. And we've partnered up with uh, Forge VFR. It's a clinician group. So they're embedded in our agency twice a week. There's two con uh, clinicians that just get to know our staff. So we're touching every single base. Um, when we looked at the program itself, we used to call it our, cri our critical incident team. So I, I wanted to really rebrand it because the there was a little bit of negativity in the, the term critical incident. And we were... Guys were supporting it, but not fully invested in it or bought into it. So we changed it to the wellness team. And we, we look at it as a two-pronged approach. So we have the peer-to-peer the -peer stuff for a, trauma, a traumatic incident, but then we also do, you know, we'll, we'll schedule a hot yoga class, invite, invite everybody. We'll do spin classes. We'll do, uh, we had a golf tournament last year. We're trying to get everybody together and just have fun together and exercise. So we, we're trying to promote mental health as long as physical health as well as financial health so we're trying to hit every single piece um 
the peer-to-peer stuff and the the traumatic event, it happens. It, it's the nature of the job. You know, we see of a lot of things. Um, everybody deals with things differently. Some people, you know, it can go to a, a horrific scene and be fine with it. And some people, it'll have impact on them. So what we do is called the diffusing. So if they go to a, a tragic scene where there was some s- severe trauma, we'll bring people in after the fact and just check on them. Hey, are you all right? This is what you may experience. It's almost, it's just an educational piece. It's just to show them that you're going you're gonna to go through some things, but it's normal. We can help you work through it. If it's a major event, we do what's called a debriefing, where we're bringing outside agencies to help us. They're also peer-to-peer counselors, and uh, we just kind of get in a circle and just talk about the actual incident and get a sense of where they're at. 99% of the time, that works. That's, that's good. People feel better about it. But if not, we continue the peer-to-peer, or we, we uh, reference them out to VFR, the clinicians and they work with them. So it, it's, it's, we're touching every single base to make sure everyone on our staff is supported. That's our goal, that they go home happy and healthy. It's a great program. Yeah. You know, I listen to you speak, and I, I think about how fortunate we are to have you and, and the other officers there uh, doing the work that they're doing. So well, thank, thank you. you very much. But I do have two yeah. uh, additional questions okay. for you. One. Uh, in terms of the, and I love the outreach that you guys are doing, the public yeah. outreach, uh, and maybe talk about that a little bit. Yeah. But uh, one, can we uh, nominate people uh, that we'd like to see in the taser demonstration? <laughs> yes. Is that I think that'd be a great idea. Yes, yes. Uh, you know, we so could above put my pay scale, but yes. And uh, and we'd say, hey, you know, he, who do you want to nominate? Right. Family member, right? right. Ross, right. who do you want to take? Yeah, he says that. You have somebody in mind, obviously. So Uh-oh. obviously, I do. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, uh, two, I think the greatest event that you put on was the. Um, cone with a cop oh yeah day and yeah. i'm a big fan yeah. of ice cream so yes. that's why i say that yes. but i do have a complaint because uh that was at the uh, beach plum the officers yes. were not giving out a lot of ice cream right yeah. and, and luckily i got one of the beach plum employees yeah. to give me uh some more but so if you could address that uh when the ne- when is yeah. there going to be a next one well, they, and and if you could just tell them you know bigger scoops okay i, I will yeah. definitely do that yeah. and will the coffee with the i mean excuse me call the cop when the weather gets a little nice, we'll definitely yeah. be back there. Okay. We, we get uh, people reach out to us all the time. We've done cookie with a cop. We've done pizza with a cop. We just did a ribbon cutting with Starbucks with coffee with a cop. They're just great events. It, it, it gives us an opportunity to, you know, stand there, meet just random people walking up to us, have these one-on-one conversations, really get to know us, know them. It, it bridges that gap between us and the community that we can just chit-chat and see what's going on in their life. And uh, the kids love it. We always bring Raya now. And we always try to get everyone involved. So we'll just, even if we have an event, we'll just notify patrol that, hey, we're going to be at Beach Plum. And every patrol person showed up that night. Every guy on the road or girl on it's, the road came in and, and yeah, met that, that's the staff. That's because of the ice cream. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. And, and, <laughs> but the dog has been a great, yes. great uh, benefit. I've seen yeah. people the parents, the kids right. interacting right. with the dog, and what a great idea that was. I think the yeah, police officers like the dog as much as the public <laughs> we do, really honestly. do, yeah. I it's went over had lunch so, yeah. one time, and Ray is just running all around, saying hi to everybody. It was, right. just, it was a great experience yeah. to be able to see that. She's been a great addition. She, Hero Pups, she came from Hero Pups, which has been a, fabulous to work with. They've done a year-long training with, with Brian as the handler, and they finally released it to us, and, and they still check back. And we have secondary handlers now that are being trained, so if Brian's on vacation, she's taken care of. Can you talk about some of the other outreach you guys do? Obviously, we know the 
the cones with a cop, as Ross yeah. likes it. We have coffee yeah. with a cop. You talk about pizza. Um, obviously, National Night Out's a big thing it's for big you guys. Yeah. Um, can you talk about some of the other events and other things that you do with the community for yeah. outreach? One of the ones uh, this year with uh, with having Scott Naismith be the um, elder affairs officer, which was a federal grant that w- that we put in for and were accepted, and now Scott's been running that. He does walk with us Wednesdays with seniors, which has been great. So we we walk the Tuscan or we do the rail trail. He's done. He does a knitting group with them, <laughs> which has been fun. He'll who, do a lot. Whoever would have thought that I there'd be a police I officer I know. knitting? Knitting. Yeah. yeah. And you know seniors. what? Yeah. They love it. They really do. Yeah. And we we invite them to our PD and the, the women will knit in our roll call room and it will have pizza and it's, it's just that community outreach you know and yeah. then we, we'll get into the fraud conversations with them and or the well checks if they have loved ones who are suffering from dementia or other other uh, age age related issues we try to help them out with that too why are you pointing at ross when you talk about age related did you issues? notice that i did see that you kind <laughs> of gave that little point there you i know, saw it's that. funny when he mentioned long 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 ago with jimmy ross i work with jimmy that's Ross. that's right i knew it, it wasn't yes. that long right, ago right right okay Another thing I, I noticed, and people may be seeing on Facebook occasionally, is you guys seem to be doing something with kids and, like, escorting them to school. Oh, yeah. It's another one. Uh, that's uh, something that Brian came up with. It's uh, a ride to school. They can they can win it, or they could be recommended by a teacher or their principal. And in the morning, we get everybody together and give them an escort to school, and the, the kids love it. The families love it. When we roll up at the at the at whichever elementary school, it's it's like a celebrity has arrived on scene. So it's really been really good good time. You know, there's been so so much talk nationally about uh, police officers and the problems and things, and it's it's the stuff like you're talking about. Absolutely, it really makes a big difference in terms of putting that image out yeah. there of what what the police officers are for right. in this community. So, and you know what what I really like to just never forget is that although our unit does all this good community service outreach. Our patrol staff and our investigative services unit are top notch too. They're they're doing everything on the day on a day to day basis to keep crime at bay and to you know traffic under control. And they help us a lot with the community service stuff. But they're out doing a fabulous job on the street too. So we have to give them credit for for the, their support. So we're we're getting close to wrapping mm-hmm. up now. What's that last message you want to give our listeners? What what can, if you want to tell them one thing? could be about you, could be about police work, could be about Salem PD. What would that message be you want to get out there? I would just like to say, for someone who's born and raised in Salem, who's spent the, most of my adult life now in the police department, we're doing everything right there. We're doing everything we can to give our community the best law enforcement agency that they can they can have in, in every aspect of it, from community service to patrol, like I just mentioned, to investigative services. Now, hopefully someday with a new building, we're giving them the best trained officers, in this officer wellness piece, we're giving them mentally fit and physically fit officers too, so that when they're out there, they're at an optimal performance to do their job. So I'm so proud of what we've done in the past few years with that agency. Well, we want to thank you for coming in, Lieutenant Janess, um, and thank you for all the work that you do for Salem PD and for Appreciate the residents of Salem. Um, if you want more information on this or any other topic discussed, you can go to our website at whatsupsalemnh.com. I'm your host, Joe Devine, with Ross Maldoff. Thanks for listening to What's Up Salem. What's Up Salem is produced by the Town of Salem, New Hampshire, in cooperation with Salem Community Television and Salem CTE. Hosts are Joe Devine and Ross Maldoff. Uh, today's line recorder is Emily Ahern. Editor and producer is Nick Donovan. Uh, for more information, go to whatsupsalemnh.com or contact us at whatsupsalemnh at gmail.com. <laughs>